Three days we spent on the road, driving until it got too dark to see in the evenings, and still we were a good fifty miles behind the last verified point that Stanton had told us, late that fourth time that we managed to get her on the line. We were near the Canadian border, not that far from the Great Lakes. It was early afternoon, with the sun shining mercilessly down on us, but up here it was more bearable than out in the plains. I even felt marginally clean as we'd made camp near a lake last night, and after a day spent in the hot oven that the car turned into, jumping into the cool water had been more than just a hygienic necessity. The guys had followed my good example, also foregoing any kind of swimwear, which had led to a few uncomfortable, if hilarious, moments as we'd slunk back out of the water one by one to a chorus of lewd comments. They didn't leave me out of it, much to both my chagrin and amusement. It certainly made me feel a little better about my bony knees and other somewhat softer parts of my anatomy. Nate ignored us, as usual, and that night he didn't curl up next to me, but instead slept on the other side of camp. I didn't mind that much. Nightmares I might still be having, but they didn't keep me up well past when everyone else had fallen asleep anymore. Maybe I should have gotten up and joined him instead, but I was a little apprehensive of what that might have signaled that I didn't feel like showing. Yet. The squawk of the radio made me startle up from where I'd been dozing in the passenger seat, my sniper rifle cradled in my arms. Nate made a sound that was somewhere between an amused scoff and a laugh, but I ignored him. Turning on the mic, I did my best not to sound like I was still half asleep. What's up? Presumably, whoever hailed us would know who they were trying to reach. Bree, it's Alec from Montana. The voice more whispered than spoke. I frowned until I remembered that Stanton had referred to one of the silo's communications texts by that name. That he didn't identify himself further made me instantly suspicious. Sure, I replied, doing my best not to sound as tense as I felt. Ronnie said you should visit Izzy, he stated, talking so quickly he swallowed half the syllables. Not Martin or Kelly, just Izzy. Stay clear of the syrup. With that, he hung up, making me frown at Nate. What was that?